Hello and welcome to this edition of Colin on Cars, where we talk about all things automotive. Our feature story for this week is about Rally to Read, but first it's time to catch up on some news, starting with a reveal of the significantly revised Jaguar F-Pace. This luxury sport utility vehicle will be arriving in South Africa earlier next year, so you better start stacking up the piggy bank right away. It's not just tweaking, though, and the vehicle has been subtly redesigned with Jaguar saying it gives the SUV a cleaner, more assured presence, with one of those features being a new sculpted bonnet with a wider power bulge. An enlarged grille features Jaguar's heritage logo-inspired diamond detailing, while the side fender vents now feature the Leaper emblem and the new front bumper with redesigned air takes and dark mesh details visually widen the new F-Pace. New super slim LED quad headlights with double J daytime running light signatures, which are available with optional pixel LED technology, deliver increased resolution, brightness, and adapted driving beam capability, which evaluates the road ahead and automatically adapts the high beam to mask oncoming traffic or traffic signs. Premium LED technology is fitted as standard across the range and is available with auto high beam assist on SE and HSE models. At the rear, new slimline lights feature Jaguar's double chicane graphic to accentuate the width of the vehicle. The F-Pace has a new interior with heightened luxury, enhanced connectivity, and the new cockpit design is bolder, more dynamic, and with greater focus on the driver. A new sporty center console sweeps up to the instrument panel and incorporates a wireless charger and greater console stowage. At the heart of the new interior is a seamlessly integrated 11.4-inch curved glass HD touchscreen that controls the new Pivi Pro infotainment system. The new engine lineup for South Africa will comprise diesel and petrol and the Diesel is a new 2-litre, 147-kilowatt four-cylinder turbo engine. Then there's the 3-litre, six-cylinder turbo with 221 kilowatts. Petrol engine is a 184-kilowatt, 2-litre, four-cylinder. And there's the 297-kilowatt petrol-electric hybrid four-cylinder turbo, all of them driven through an eight-speed automatic gearbox and with all-wheel drive. Pricing will be announced closer to the launch date, but for more information on this and other stories, go to www.colinoncars.com, hyphen between Colin and cars. Service plans, top-up plans, and extended warranties are now available on all Mahindra models, including those previously not sold with service plans, and this is a good thing. The Mahindra Extended Warranty and Optional Service Plan packages developed completely in-house by Mahindra South Africa allow owners to purchase a complete service plan or top-up plan to their service plan and add an extended warranty. At a time when counting the pennies is critical, this will help control the costs of motoring. And now for a bit of motorsport news. Guy Bottrell and Simon Vasey-Lyle gave the Toyota Gazoo Racing R4 Etios a great debut by winning both events on the Lake Amuzi doubleheader to take an early lead in the South African National Rally Championship. 
At the same event, Benjamin Hubbig started confidently following in his father Yanni's footsteps by winning the inaugural rounds in the Volkswagen Polo BV Cup. This entry point to national rallying should grow as soon as spectators are allowed at events to see the cars for themselves. And now to our feature story. Despite the economic hardships brought on by COVID-19 and the limitations imposed by social distancing regulations, the rally to Reed is forging ahead to try and complete its plans for 2020, but is in desperate need of corporate support. According to Statistics South Africa, more than 3 million South Africans remain illiterate. In KwaZulu-Natal alone, a little over 650,000 or 25% of the people have been grouped into this category. And Stats SA defines literacy as the ability to read and write in at least one language. For the past 23 years, Rally to Read has taken books and educational materials to underfunded rural schools, with 175 actual rallies having run in that time. The average 14-year-old rural child has a reading age three years below that of his urban counterparts, which means there's little hope of mastering books in high school. The dropout rate is absolutely terrifying. The Rally to Read initiative, through complementary partnerships, facilitates a literary program fully aligned to the Department of Education's goals. Given that COVID-19 will be with us for months, maybe years to come, the organizers have ruled out the traditional rally to read format where sponsors travel and socialize together and mingle with the children and the parents. Depending on the state of the pandemic, they hope to reinstate these in 2021. The auto industry has always enthusiastically supported the program by providing 4x4 vehicles to enable the deliveries to some of the most inaccessible places. To encourage sponsors, the Johnson Foundation, Rally to Read's lead sponsor and the charitable foundation of the Johnson Workwear Group will match every donation up to an aggregate total of 500,000 Rand. That means for every 1,000 Rand a sponsor donates, Rally to Read will receive 2,000 Rand. This is a truly worthwhile and valuable cause, so please seriously consider getting involved as a donor. For full details, go to my blog site at colin-on-cars.com. And that's it for this edition. Please stay safe out there and do not drink and drive. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.